In this devotional, I'm going to share with you three thoughts from Psalm 11, verses 1 through 7, where I'll ask the question, why is the Lord a refuge? Psalm 11, verses 1 through 7 says, In the Lord I take refuge. How can you say to my soul, flee like a bird to your mountain? For behold, the wicked bend the bow. They have fitted their arrow to the string to shoot in the dark at the upright in heart. If the foundations are destroyed, what can the righteous do? The Lord is in his holy temple. The Lord's throne is in heaven. His eyes see, his eyelids test the children of man. The Lord tests the righteous, but his soul hates the wicked and the one who loves violence. Let him rain coals on the wicked, fire and sulfur, and a scorching wind shall be the portion of their cup. For the Lord is righteous. He loves righteous deeds. The upright shall behold his face. David writes this psalm and references this idea that the Lord is a refuge. He's a refuge to those who love him. He's a refuge to those who have faith in him. And he is the one in whom we can trust to protect us from all of the arrows and slings of our enemies. This is something that David sees. He himself had suffered greatly at the hands of his enemies, but he always trusted that the Lord would bring about his ultimate purposes in the world. With this in mind, here are three thoughts from Psalm 11, verses 1 through 7, answering the question, why is the Lord a refuge? Thought number one, he is above. The Lord is in his holy temple. The Lord is above all. The Lord is in heaven. And because the Lord is in heaven, it's a picture of the authority that he has over all creation. The Lord is above all creation. And because the Lord is above all creation, you can trust that he will bring about his purposes within the world that he has made. He has all authority. He has all power. He has all control. And because he has all of these as attributes of his very person, you can trust that him being above all is a good thing. You see, the Lord isn't ever failing. He isn't ever incapable of accomplishing that which he means to accomplish. So you can take refuge in him because ultimately he is above all things. He sits in heaven for a reason. It's because he reigns over all creation. Thought number two, he tests man. See, the Lord tests man. And this is something that we may or may not like. If we have a good understanding of our sinfulness and the fact that we have rebelled against God, then we might be nervous about the fact that the Lord tests man. But at the same time, if we have a good understanding of who we are in Christ Jesus, then we do not fear the test of God. Because we know that Christ Jesus, as our representative, for those of us who believe in him, has already passed every test of faithfulness. He came into the world and did precisely what the Lord had commanded him to do. And because Jesus has faithfully passed every test set before him by the Lord, we have received the blessing of him having passed the Lord's test. The Lord tests all men and the righteous are rejoiced in and the wicked are found wanting. And it is only those who have faith in Christ that are ultimately viewed as righteous. Thought number three, he is righteous. The Lord is righteous. 
And the Lord's righteousness is something that we can take refuge in because we know that there isn't any vileness in him at all. There's no hint of darkness or wickedness or evil. So while I really question the wisdom of man, I really question the success of just other people, I have no question about the righteousness of the Lord because the Lord defines that which is righteous. His righteousness means that whatever judgments he makes are good and perfect. His righteousness means that I needn't fear injustice at his hand. No matter what happens, justice will be distributed throughout the world. And it's this great righteousness of God upon which we can rely. We can rely on the fact that he is always going to do that which is perfect because he is the one who defines these things. He's the one who defines righteousness. He's the one who defines goodness. He's the one who defines what perfection is. And his righteousness ultimately becomes a refuge for us because we see in it the very beauty of his person. The Lord is our wondrous refuge. And even though we don't always experience it to the fullness that we may hope, we can trust in him even in the midst of our suffering, just as David did. These three thoughts come from the assigned reading of Psalms 9 through 11. If you'd like to read through the Bible with me, you can do so by subscribing to this channel, by clicking on the link in the description, or by joining the Facebook group Through the Bible, where we are reading the text of Scripture together.